So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Jesse Rubin. And we're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start... Uh, so what inspired you to start making music? Oh, I didn't really have a choice for that. That was something that I grew up with. <laughs> That's not a really creepy... No, I just... I, I Like so many other musicians, I grew up in a musical household. My father is a musician. His father was a musician. Uh, I was always around musical people and, uh, I took piano lessons as a kid and hated it. And then sort of like took a little break. And then in high school, I started playing guitar and I just immediately, like some people want to learn guitar so they can like shred and play crazy solos. And I just immediately wanted to write songs and create new things, you know, and that's what I've been doing for a hundred years since then. Oh my God. So cool. Uh, so congratulations on your newest release, Champion. How do Thank you feel about the single so far? Of course, yeah. What was the question? I'm sorry. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Oh, it's been it's been awesome. I uh, it's funny because like as a as a singer songwriter, like sometimes it's it's hard to make like happy music, <laughs> and so uh, you know when you put something out like that, it's it's like it's, it's a little different thematically it's like supposed to be kind of silly it's supposed to be kind of fun but yeah the response has been really really great and uh i just felt like with everything happening in the world you know people just needed like just like kind of a fun silly Mm -hmm. song where i make fun of myself for three minutes you know yeah definitely i felt Uh, good i feel good about it the response has been great no one's been like hey that song is awful so i feel good about that that's always good to hear (laughs) That's a positive, I think. Yeah. <laughs> People are nice. That's Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the single name or the cover art for it? Uh, yeah. So basically, the reason I wrote that song is because um, I got married a couple of years ago. And when you're a singer-songwriter and you're getting married, the response is very often like, oh my God, it must be so romantic. You must just like sing for your wife all the time. She must love it. And it's like, no, that shit went out the window like five years ago, right? Like she, like, yes, I can sing. Sometimes I do. Sometimes she likes it, but mostly she's like kind of over it. And we were- Over it? <laughs> over it. She, she enjoys it, but it's not like, oh my God. You know, it's just oh. a different- it's a different thing. We're, we're married. She hears me play all the time. So it's like, but we were talking about like, as far as like being a married person goes, like I have no actual useful human skills. Like if the apocalypse came, I would be completely screwed, right? Like I have no survival training. I'm bad at literally everything except oh. for like strumming the guitar and like singing songs and having feelings. So I was just sort of, uh, I wanted to sort of write a song that kind of poked fun at the fact that like I have gone my entire life without having any like discernibly useful uh, skills except for for those things. Cause I think that's kind of ridiculous, you know? I mean, it's like, it's your quirk. I guess that's that's your thing singing it's my superpower exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so on, t- on top of that it was like well like listen we're gonna spend our whole lives together you know hopefully we're gonna spend our whole lives together uh and and here are all these things that I can't do right like <laughs> I can't yeah. cook I can't cook and I can't clean and I'm not good at drawing and I never was good at anything at all as a kid uh but I'm going to try and be a really good husband. Aww. You know, that's kind of like the message of that song. Yeah. That's wholesome. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's very wholesome. I like that a lot. So yeah, for the for the cover art, we were kind of trying to do like more of like a throwback, like old school kind of thing, like when you would like doodle in your notebook as a mm-hmm. kid, you know. Um, so and I also just really loved that that red color. So I just kind of picked it and we went with that. Yeah, solid. It is very nice red. I have to agree with you. On Thank that. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good red. I like a good red. Who doesn't like? Oh, speaking of which, here should I just like bang? Boom. Damn. Okay. Oh <laughs> I see you. I see you. Uh, so, Key, tell me a little bit about your writing process for this single. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, I'm trying to think if we got into a fight or not. I can't remember. Sometimes when we get into fights, I get really creative, which is bad because then it's like, do you want me to pick a fight with you? No, but then you'll write. Being married to a songwriter must be really weird. I don't know. But we I just I just remember um oh no no I was home this was like right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So like early, early last year. And I had to go through my mom's basement for like, you know, like she was cleaning out her house. Yeah. And I found a trophy that I got for something from like summer camp when I was nine for something I totally didn't deserve. And so there's a line in the song, the only awards I got as a child were for participation. Mm -hmm. And then, and I just thought that was a really funny idea. And so then I sort of like wrote the whole song around that line, but it came out pretty quick. I mean, it was like maybe a day or two. Sometimes I spend a sometimes I spend a really long time on songs because I get really nitpicky about uh, lyrics and chords and rhyming and all that kind of stuff. This one was kind of just like bang, 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 came out pretty quick. So. Yeah, just very easy. And wow. it was fun to write in my mom's basement the way that I used to when I was first starting out writing Aww. songs, right? Like there's there's something really special about when you first start writing songs, and I'm sure this applies to any type of creative anything. It's like it's very exciting because you don't you don't know enough to have rules and boundaries so you're just kind of like going wherever without really caring about what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and i and i sometimes it's i really wish i could go back to that like write songs the way that i did when i f- was first starting out mm-hmm. um, so it was great to just be in the same physical space of my mom's basement surrounded by you know a bunch of like 15 year old knickknacks and stuff like that for sure yeah that must have been amazing yeah uh, yeah for sure so I want you to tell me your favorite lyric from the song and the meaning behind it. Oh, from Champion? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I definitely think it's the only awards I got as a child were for participation. Mm-hmm. I, th- I th- Well, let me, let me think. Let me go through it. <sighs> I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm easily bored. Sometimes I snore. My wardrobe needs replacing. No, it's, it's got to be the only awards I got as a child before participation. I just feel it's like shout out to all the kids who like never played sports or sucked at everything. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't I never got voted for best anything in high school. I wasn't cool. Yeah, I just I think that group of people needs to be more represented. Yeah. The late bloomers, if you will. Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, you guys sure. look like you are in high school. Are you in high school right now? Yes. Yes. I'm oh a junior. God, you guys are amazing. Your podcast is awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. My God. All right. So oh. impressed. Falling Thank behind you. in school for the podcast, but it's all I good. Hope so. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Wait, are you what 
what is school like right now for you guys? Uh, wake, rolling out of bed at eight o'clock in the morning and sitting in Zoom calls for about four hours and not paying attention to a single minute of it. I mean, I just don't know how you do it. I'm so impressed by young people right now because <laughs> I just. Sorry. Are you are you on are you in distance learning too or are you in school? I'm homeschooled, so I'm used to this. Oh, so it's not a big change for you. No, not at all. Amazing. Good yeah. for you. Thank you. Wow. That's yeah. cool. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, you're doing great. Please continue. All right. Uh so while listening to this song, what band or artist influence pop out the most to you? Oh man, good question. Um, I really love um People like Ben Folds, who, while having like really amazing, really catchy songs, his lyrics are super conversational and every, like and everywhere from really serious to also really funny. So for me, it was like, I remember back in college, I had a conversation with a friend of mine where she was like, your songs do not represent who you are. And I got very offended. because yeah, What the is time, that supposed to mean? Well, she explained it. So at the time I was like, what are you talking about? I am an artist. Meanwhile, like I was, meanwhile, I was awful, right? I had just started writing. I didn't know who I was as an artist or a person. So I was like, what are you talking about? And I got so upset. And she was like, well, Jesse, sometimes, sometimes you're like sad and deep and whatever, but like sometimes you're fun and sometimes you're silly and your songs don't really reflect that. And it was a really amazing moment to be like, oh, yeah, she's right. So then it's about exploring, like, if I don't want to just write songs so people know how deep I am or how clever I am or how many feelings I have. I also want to express, like, the silly, lighthearted kind of stuff. So Ben Foltz, I think, does that really well because he could be talking about something really serious and then all of a sudden be talking about someone doing drugs and getting stuck in a tree, right? So, like... yeah. <laughs> But but I think you should be okay. It's it's amazing and interesting to write songs about that. It's mm -hmm. it's you don't just have to write songs about being in love or being out of love or political. Like the human experience is very vast, and I think yeah. you can cover all of those things. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't put yourself in a box. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so this question should be super super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this new single for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. Put me on the spot here. Oh, uh, yeah. Describe. Uh, catchy, witty, and fun. Right. Wonderful. Those are perfect. All right. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so, <laughs> while listening to this single, is there a certain um, feeling or emotion you want it to invoke in your listeners? I think there's like a little bit of like a, a, a tension and release thing where it's like, it's, it's kind not tension, but it's like kind of uh, silly. But then there's like a nice payoff of uh, but I want to love you like a champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of go on a journey of like, well, he's just making fun of himself a lot. Uh... Yeah. Um, and also the the bridge is like very Beatlesy. I was listening mm -hmm. to a lot of I'm not saying it's as good as the Beatles people listening who are going to jump down my throat, but the stylistically and melodically and chord wise, it's like very middle eight, like a Beatles song. Cause you know, I listen to a lot of the Beatles. Mm -hmm. obviously. As a person who doesn't listen to the Beatles, I have to say, I would rather listen to this over mm. the Beatles. So okay. Okay. Well done so, on that. Yeah. 
we're gonna once this interview's over, we're gonna have like a long discussion about why oh. you need to listen to the. Be- so I'm sorry, we have something to do right now. Actually, we have to go. We have an interview like yeah. right now Bye. with My Chemical Romance. They they just uh, the press person just texted me. I'm really I sorry. Love it. Yeah. I think the thing about the Beatles, we do not need to talk about the Beatles for very long, but I could. But the thing, anything that you like about music that that you listen to, the Beatles already did it and they did it really well. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they just were so brilliant. Anyway, that's fair. I mean, I no disrespect to them. I've just never been able to get into their music and I've I've tried. Yeah, you've (laughs) tried and you're just like, "Eh, not for me. I like Hey Jude. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and good. I think they have like a sunshine song. I like that one. Right? <laughs> there, there's right? like good day sunshine. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. That one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Those are. You're beautiful. certified Beatles stan. Glory, you gotta oh join Beatles stan Twitter I'm, now. I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join right now. <laughs> um, so, is the single leading up to anything new? Album, EP, collection of songs, mixtape. I'm running out of shit to say. Yeah. So i I made a record. Uh, I fin I finished the record like right before the pandemic, and then it's been a really interesting journey trying to figure out what to do with it because for the first like six months, it was literally just sitting on this hard drive like it's just on this hard drive Mm. and i was like oh i'll just wait until the pandemic is over and then it was like well we don't know how long that's gonna be so then i started putting out singles so i put out a couple singles from the record the record's called belong the title track is called belong um i'm not sure when it's gonna come out to be honest maybe later this summer maybe in the fall probably before the end of the year and then i'll probably press it on vinyl and hopefully if things go well and I can start doing live shows towards the end of the year and start promoting it that way. But yeah, I mean, it's just a weird time to have an album in the can and trying to figure out what to do with it. You know, it's for, for, for what I do for being a a touring singer songwriter, so much of it is about being in a room with people. And there's just something about the live stream experience that, obviously it's like the best we can do and it's been really fun. And in a lot of ways, live streams and like zoom stuff has like totally saved my life emotionally, financially, you know, all these things, but there's something about just being connected to a room full of people that is just Mm -hmm. really special, especially when you have new material that they're not familiar with yet. You know, it's like trying to win somebody over, through a screen on them. Like you said, you know, like when you're in school, you're not paying attention to those zoom calls. <laughs> no, it's yeah. so easy yeah. to, it's so easy to tune out with when there's something that you don't recognize or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited to be in a room and play these songs for other people and see how it goes. You know, like you learn a lot about songs by playing them in for, for other people. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't had a chance to do that yet. So I'm excited to do that. Definitely. I can't wait till shows get back. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. Fun. Yeah, um, this might be a weird question, but you said you don't know when you're going to drop the album. You mentioned a couple different seasons and stuff. Mm-hmm. What season do you think best fits your music? Because then you can figure that out and then just place it in whatever month span. That's a really great question. I've thought about that a lot. I'm definitely like a like a fall winter kind of guy. Yeah, you know? that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've got some jams that are good for the summer. You know, mm-hmm. like. There are definitely certain songs that are good for the summer. I think Champion is a good summer song. 
but for the most part, yeah, I mean, like, just like a lot of really great singer songwriter music, a lot of times it's like fall, late at night, in your car, hanging with yep. friends, you know, just kind of trying to relax and and mellow out. I'm yeah, I'm I don't even like winter that much to be honest, but I definitely think my music is 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 more conducive to to yeah winter fall kind of a thing. I completely agree. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, we're on the same page here. Yes, good, nailed uh, it. So where do you see your music project in the next five years? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. I mean, in five years, I'm going to be pushing 40. You guys are what, 17? 16. 18. Oh my God. I love it. I want to know how you guys met, but I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> I think I think when I was younger, that answer was always like, I'm going to take over the world. You know, in five mm -hmm. years, I'm going to play in Madison Square Garden and I'm yeah. going to be on a bus. And I still want to do all those things, but I've also been doing this long enough where it's like, this is being a musician and being a songwriter is my dream and it's also my job. And as I get older and have to reconcile with having responsibilities and being married, and we just got a dog a couple of weeks ago. Aww. and eventually in the next five years, hopefully we'll have a family and like your, your world changes. Right. And, and so I would love to be able to do all of the things that I'm already doing, which is being creative and hopefully touring as much as I can. And, you know, I have this, I'm in my studio space in a basement in Brooklyn and um, but being able to balance having a family and also being a creative person for a living is would be really amazing. And then also mm -hmm. part of one of the great things about being a singer songwriter and getting to like be a part of people's lives. Cause I'm with well, the type of music I make is like the people that like it really like it a lot. And the people mm -hmm. that don't like it is like, fine, whatever. But the people that like it a lot, they like really grasp onto it. And what's great about that is that you get to have like a pretty profound impact on someone's life without ever knowing them, without meeting them, without ever seeing them. So Sometimes I get to be in the room for when somebody proposes to their person or, mm -hmm. you know, I get to like, I'm hired to play on a rooftop to surprise somebody for a thing because yeah. their favorite song is a song of mine that I wrote when I was in my 20s. You know, so like if I get to like be a family person and be creative and also every once in a while get to do something completely ridiculous and fun, mm -hmm. like, you know. That sounds pretty great. And if things work out and like, they're like, Hey man, do you want to play Madison square garden? I would be like, yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? It's yeah. close. It's not that long of a commute, you know? Exactly. <laughs> okay. I could fit that into my very busy schedule. Yeah. Let, I me, think check, so. let me check my schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. But I, think I, I might be able to make that work. It's amazing how it changes as you get older from like, I want everything to like, I want enough. Hmm. I want to live, man. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times the thing about being a musician versus other jobs is like you don't walk into a Nobody walks into a corporation and says to the secretary like, oh, you're not the CEO, huh? You must be really oh. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> but literally you would be shocked because my wife is an actress. So we get it from both sides. And people are like, people are like, you know what you got to do? You got to you got to get on the Ellen show. You know, it's, oh, it's you know it's what that you got to do. You yeah. know what you got to do. You got to play on Kimmel. You know, like or mm -hmm. just all these things. And like, and 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 I don't think it's mean spirited, but people are like, 
you know, oh, you're not Taylor Swift. Are you majorly disappointed in your life? And it's like, sometimes, yeah, but also I, you know, like I also get to do this and it's a privilege and, and I love it, you know? So just it's, it's, it's sometimes hard to reconcile those, those things for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? With a drink. With yeah. a drink. Uh, okay. The drink would definitely be bubble tea for sure. <gasps> so true. That's mine as well. Um. Really? Mm -hmm. That's like one of the main things I've been missing in, in quarantine is uh, bubble tea. I love it so much. <laughs> as far as my meal, something Asian, probably Vietnamese. I don't know. Maybe a banh mi, maybe a pho. Oh, yeah. Some, some, just, I don't know, just something delicious. But also, I'm not going to eat that much. I'll be sad. I'm dying. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's valid. What else you got? Oh, okay. Uh, so if you live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh, come on. Harry Potter. What are we? How is this even a question? What house are you? Um, I don't know. I didn't come on. I didn't take you the test. To... Wait, does anyone say anything other than Harry Potter to this question? We've gotten a lot of Harry Potter. We got it's usually Avatar Lord earlier. Oh, Avatar. Okay. Mm -hmm. We usually get like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Those are like the two big ones. We get yeah. Pokemon a lot. And uh, Star Wars. And Star Wars. Yeah, those are the main. main Star, ones. Star Wars doesn't like. Like if I was in the Harry Potter world, like I don't need to be involved in all the fighting. I just want exactly. to do all the fun stuff. Star, yeah. Wars, Star Wars doesn't seem fun to me. You're it's, like on an alien planet, but it's like hot and people mm -hmm. are mean. I don't know. Yeah, it's I, different. I'm a, I'm a Harry Potter guy. hundred yeah. percent. That's fair. You need to do the test. I think I think I did it, and I'm a Gryffindor. But it's also possible that I lied on the questions so that I would be <laughs> so a Gryffindor. You got yeah. yeah. I did that the first time to get Slytherin because I wanted to be, you know, like angsty. Yeah. I did it again and I got Hufflepuff. So. You're far from I mean, angsty. Yeah. <laughs> Hufflepuffs don't really get the respect they deserve. They don't. I mean, Cedric Diggory is like their big claim to fame. But other than that, not a lot going on. Clearly, Shane, you are not a big Harry Potter guy. Not at all. I just you like here. race you like monster trucks, but you don't like Harry Potter. Come That's on, what I'm saying, man. Okay, so you need to listen to the Beatles and you need to read Harry Potter. I'm glad that I had this impact on your life. <laughs> I really <laughs> wish so I had the time to read Harry Potter because I read the first book. I have the collection sitting upstairs and I just, I read the first book and then... What are you, what are you doing? I don't, I don't, like, I don't like reading. Yeah. No, do not watch the movies. Movies are dark. <gasps> I also you don't, like don't the have movies? time to watch the movies. <laughs> what are you doing? You're so busy. The podcast. Yeah, and school yeah. and work and <laughs> maintaining my relationship and making sure that doesn't fall apart. I got I'm stuff not, to do. I'm not saying drop out of school so that you can read Harry Potter, but I'm not not saying that. So I have gone of asking the last question and every single person you've spoken to has said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Something in the realm of like that oh like an aqua blue aqua yeah green. or like more like a darker one maybe that okay. i like that i think that's a good blue Definitely. all right you're gonna finish off the interview like that <laughs> <laughs> just in the dark yeah exactly uh so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug 
Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Jesse Rubin on all of the things. Um, I'm going to have a new song coming out later this year. Um, last year I started doing live streams. I did 30 Friday night live streams in a row. We're going to start. Wow, Jesus. Yeah, it was, it was so many. It was way too many, uh, (laughs) mostly because every single week had a different theme and I started running out of theme ideas like really fast, but we're going to, we're going to start those up again. Um, starting next month. Um, the first one's just going to be all about our dog. So I don't really know what that's going to be, but he's really cute. Uh, so yeah, check out the live streams. And other than that, yeah, check out the tunes, especially, you know, in the fall and winter when they're most uh, thematically appropriate. <laughs> and then also, I guess I should plug the Beatles and Harry Potter for people that haven't experienced those things. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been Jesse Rubin and uh, we're the good noise podcast.